You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast. 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 Hello. Prince Charming. <laughs> That's me. Hey, man. Welcome to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast with me, Bobby V, and the diabolical one, Sean Hart. Yes, you're welcome. From Phoenix, Arizona to Melbourne, Australia. The wonders of modern technology. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. That's the best metal show on the planet that you guys have got. I've hey, man. It. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're trying to, make Amer- we're trying to make America metal again, so we're trying. We're taking it worldwide. And awesome. So we're talking to Prince Charming, of course, from Chariot Arcana. Chariot Arcana, people. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all over the place, man. We listened to music uh, for a few days, and um, I don't know how you describe your music. It's I don't know how I describe your music. Uh, Sean's like, I sense a lot of Hawkwind in there and Motorhead. You think that's fair to say? Oh, I love those references. I love them. We're I like s- a, a punk version of Rush. Okay, punk version of Rush. I sensed a little Hawkwind in there. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Probably not wrong, but I could. I could be wrong. It's possible. Definitely an influence on all of it, yeah. <laughs> so tell us, how long have you guys been around? Tell the world. The history of Chariot Arcana. Yeah. Yep. Well, in summary, it started with uh, Prince Charm and myself writing songs and just wanted to get out and play live. So I recruited some awesome band members. Uh, Tim, the guitarist, is a... Englishman who's brought into the punk scene. He was uh, growing up when Susie and the Banshees and the Pistols and the Clash and the Dams were all sort of hitting their straps. Yep. So he definitely brings a lot of uh, punk energy, which I really love. Uh, the drummer, Chris George, the Thunderbolt, he's uh, brought into the thrash metal and, and he likes a bit of prog, you know, like Dream Theater and Rush. And our bass player, Funky Christos, is, uh, as his name suggests, a pretty groovy dude. Like the, you know, the early Chili Peppers, a bit of thrash, a bit of death metal. I'm a bit more uh, classic metal myself, uh, Sabbath, Motorhead. Uh, but I like the newer stuff too. I like the bands like Helmet from the 90s. and uh, But we definitely bring something original to the table so uh, yeah hopefully people will get into it it's been called metal fusion but yeah i guess uh we're sort of trying to draw from the best of uh metal hard rock stoner punk psychedelia so yeah we're trying to bring something like that people will get into and will sort of give us their own niche well i'll tell you just in the last two years we've been doing this show, um, we've been thinking about maybe moving to Australia because the it seems like the scene down there is so supportive and big and huge. It's just hard to unbelie- It's just unbelievable. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, it's a good scene. I mean, we've got a pretty small population, so we all of us are definitely keen to sort of get out and tour the world. But unfortunately, COVID sort of been a real pain in the ass. It is what it is, yeah. Musicians. 
Hey, can I yeah, ask? Can I ask you? Uh, who, can I ask you who did the artwork with the horses and the uh, warrior? Looks like uh, <laughs> all the artwork is that, awesome. That's them and the artwork. <laughs> that's that's them and the artwork. Dude, it's freaking great. Yeah, that was that was awesome, wasn't it? That was uh, a guy called Declan, uh, Declan Tiger. He goes by the name of. But our recent artwork done by uh, a friend of the drummers. Uh, he goes by the name Turtle Rimmer. Turtle Rimmer? <laughs> yeah, that sounds a bit dodgy to me, but it does, <laughs> it does. <good> work. <laughs> is that the kind of yeah, the, is not, that the kind of cartoony stuff where you're sitting like uh, like an Indian god or an Aztec king or something? <laughs> or is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, just sort of being very humble. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your latest release, correct? Soma Shower is that what it is? Yeah, that's the new one. We like to mix up a bit of power with the music with some sort of um, mystery, occult type sort of references with yeah. the lyrics and the, and the themes. So, um, yeah, I reckon it's a good mix. I mean, just this song, we were playing it earlier, like it's got the weird like Middle Eastern kind of uh, Indian type of music in the beginning, right? And then it punches you right in the face. <laughs> There's a yeah. little bit of gong in there, a little bit of pyramid power. Yeah. Snakes around your neck. Gotta love it. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? Yeah, thank you. So uh, how's <laughs> I like that? A bit I mean, of Indian stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. It's got the mandala effect going on. You know? You're very, very humble in this picture. <laughs> so, very humble. <laughs> I'm just your average, uh, you know, average Indian god. <laughs> well, at least you're not blue. <laughs> yeah, you could be blue. So, so that'll come when we play live. <laughs> we're so surprised that we get so much support from Australia. It's pretty cool, you know. I guess when we air down there, most of our stuff, the guys in the afternoon for you guys. So, I mean, we got a lot of people hitting us up. So, how is the how's the how's the metal scene in Australia? I know I get a lot of death metal and black metal bands hitting me up from there. Is it a strong scene in Australia for metal? Uh, there's so many genres of metal, like in Australia. Uh, we're just starting to open up the venues now for gigs, so there's still a little bit of uh, you know precautionary measures. You know, you've got your social distancing and stuff like that, which sure. is a real sure. pain. Because, like, to me, rock and roll is all about you know sharing the experience and being close to your yeah to your S- friends on the dance floor. You know, sipping out of the same goblet. Get- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there's Sharing no yeah. bodily yeah. fluid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not the same if you've got a good mosh pit going, you know what I'm saying? I get a mosh pit going and yeah, there's no moshing Exactly. You know, beer throwing, you know, slam dancing, yeah. diving off the stage, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> Sweat stained and vomit covered. That's, That's what it's right. All about. Yeah. Banging yeah. your head, you know, with your exactly. buddies. Exactly. <laughs> That's to me what rock and roll and life's all about. We'll get there again, my friend. We will. I hope so. Oh, we will. No doubt. I'm sure we will. When we mail, you guys yeah. are still writing. Are you writing more tunes now as well, or what? Do you guys keep on writing tunes? Tell us how the writing process um, goes with you guys. Well, I'm really excited about the demos we've got at the moment. We've got six already pretty fully fleshed out, ready to record. Um, most of those go back to... Uh, when I was writing solo, but the all the guys in the band have sort of added their own flavor to it. So we're, we're going to really um, 
get stuck into those in the next few months. Uh, same producer, who I reckon is doing a very good job with the sound, Mike, his name is. And, uh, yeah, so we should have an album out by August, September, and we'd really love it, love to bring it to the States and do a tour. So, yeah, we're really sort of networking a lot with our socials to try and hook up with American bands to, to get over there and, and do a great tour. I, I, I've never been, I've been to California once, but I'd really love to travel around the whole country and well, we could probably Thank be happy with the, with the bands in America. We could probably do that. Yeah, we could probably help you but with you that. But you got to promise to come to Phoenix, Arizona and hang out with us. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. It's usually about 100 degrees, Arizona. but you'll get used to it. Not much different than Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, tomorrow's going to be 100 here. We live in the most it's extreme the climate in the world right yeah. here. It is okay. probably it's, All it's, right. it's extreme. I reckon Melbourne would be... Uh, close to you guys because we, we we don't get snow though we get that goes down to about i don't know if you do celsius degrees but it goes down to about 10 yep. and the highest it gets about 45 okay well that's celsius. pretty extreme yeah so quite a big uh so, so what, can I make, can I mention one more thing about australia what's going on with all these billion animals burned in a fire is that really true oh uh, it's sad isn't it i hate seeing Koalas and kangaroos are like injured by fire. Just a tragedy. The news but, here yeah, was that a, we, the news here was that a billion animals died. Is that really? I mean, is that really more, a thing? More than a billion, I think. How does that happen? I didn't even know there were a billion animals oh. on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh, it seems like a lot of animals. <laughs> the, yeah, I would be surprised. Like if you took it over the whole country over like a period of a few months. Yeah. And I think the, the fires were started by what? Lightning or were they man-made? I don't quite know what happened. Bit of bit of both. Like we've had a few um, cases of uh, firefighters who are not doing the right thing and being like pyromaniacs, which is a bit of a worry, isn't it? Yeah, that's mind-boggling. They start, the fire, start, start their own fires, which is you know they get a kick out of it, I guess. But that's you know we got a, you know we got a problem in the U.S. with. People doing these gender reveal things with explosives in, in like dry areas, like in the in, in like the forest or the desert. Yeah, they do these crazy. You know what I'm talking about? This gender no. reveal. What if it's a blue? If it's blue fluff coming out or pink fluff coming out? You know, if it's a boy or a girl for your gender reveal. It just and then meanwhile they start is a major the, major is that the non-binary type. Thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the non-binary you don't get pink or blue. It's like a mixture of both. <laughs> But, oh the, meanwhile, but they do we, these I reveals and then there's four. I yeah. never knew about that when I was growing up. Well, it, it, it's it's a thing. And then and then it turns out that yeah. these these gender reveals have caused forest fires in California and killed millions killed and people. billions of dollars in pe- killing people, wildlife, and land and property. Cause, all because you couldn't tell somebody, hey, have, we're having a boy, we're having a girl. What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, that's what we did. We have it with a cigar <laughs> and like a ribbon around it. You that's know? right. <laughs> <laughs> I think but I'll do write a song about that, guys. You should. It's there. You should, man. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And let me tell you, no matter how hot it is, whether it be Melbourne or whether it be in in, in Arizona, as long as you get a nice cold beer, you're fine. It's it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you That's complain? Right. It's right. Quit your, quit your belly I'm, happy, I'm happy with my gender. 
<laughs> well, we've seen your pictures in here, and I have to admit it's pretty funny. Do you always wear the uh, the uh, corpse paint, or uh, is that just something you do just for stage? Yeah, little... uh, just a stage thing. I hate to disappoint you. Like, I've did got to walk around like that all day. You look like, like a fr- you look like a freaking wild man. I love that. I've got my alien mask on order, so that'll be coming soon. Okay. Looks like some kind of crazy shaman. <laughs> that it looks like. Right, right. You look like yeah, a tra- you've you've hinted it. You've got the the name the shaman was. Uh, I hate to give away my little secret, but it was a cross between Prince Charming, the character, and a shaman. Right. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's kind of where the look comes from. I see. I see. I see. I see it now. It's better than yeah. this. Is better than what my thought was. It was a Charmin toilet paper. Yep. Is a brand of toilet paper here in the United States. I thought it was Prince Charmin. So, growing <laughs> up as a, I'm, I'm assuming you maybe did you start with vocals immediately? Or did you play guitar or something like that before you got into the vocal part of it, or you just became a singer off the top? Uh, I grew up in a place called Tasmania. You know, you're familiar with that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And. I had a bit of a, you know, the classic traumatized childhood, trying to rebel against, you know, all these traumas I had. And uh, I started off just, I really loved rock, but my parents sort of kind of forced me into playing classical guitar and I hated it, gave it away. But I always had this dream of being, you know, a rock singer. So I, uh, it took me quite a few years, but when, when I started getting into Garage Band, I started writing songs and they came out really well. So I, I sort of gravitated more towards singing then, although I did write a fair bit of uh, guitar on the, the earlier songs. But now it's being handled by Tim on Electric Tim Eyeline on guitar. So when did you when did you and how did you start getting into the whole spiritual side of it? Because I see there's like this uh, kind of like deeper meaning going on here, ancient future and especially in your lyrics too, and your lyrics as well, and everything. There's like definitely some like horsemen of the apocalypse. If you listen to the lyrics, there's a lot going on. So yeah, (laughs) how did you start getting the more spiritual side of it, combining that with the metal? Uh, well, I I don't want to get in trouble with the police here, but uh, Uh, whatever. I was. uh, you know, experimenting with the sort of natural substances. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, became uh, interested in you know other dimensions, so that sort of influenced my my writing. And uh, I feel like uh, we've sort of gravitated away from the you know the ancient sort of philosophies, a bit more materialistic these days. So I'm trying to sort of uh, get a message across, message of peace and, you know, unity. Well, the work is a little more of that, you know. It's a little crazier right now. Yeah. Are going, especially the United States, but you know it's up for grabs still. So you're saying that your your spiritual sense came from being bathed in psychedelia or was it just like a, a thing that happened because of that or was it a thing that you realized that you already had? I think it brought it to the surface and also I, I was interested in Eastern philosophy, and uh, you know, I've done a bit of yoga over the years. So, as you've probably seen from Soma Shao, there's a, there's a it's an actual link in in my spiritual practices to to my words and themes. I love it. 
So who was your influences? I mean, who would you who would you really like when you became a singer? Who are some of your favorite singers out there? Uh, it's a funny question because I I actually prefer the uh, the musical side of bands. Uh, the guitar has always sort of given me the the most joy and pleasure, sort of listening to the great guitarists. But you know, there's certain singers I like just the characters wise. You know, like Ozzy, David Lee Roth, um, not necessarily technically great singers, although you know I like um, Rob Halford. Bruce Dickinson, Ronnie James Dio, in terms of like really awesome technical singers. But uh, yeah, uh, to me, uh, the front man is just as important, if not more important, than you know someone who's a really good singer. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Well, so a lot of it's and about that- the showmanship too, and you know. You're the one that controls yeah. the crowd. You you're like the you're like the the ringmaster of the band. You have to be. You're the conduit. Yeah, the fo- the focal point. Yep. Everybody yeah, looks so, to the singer. I, mean, I, I wouldn't classify myself as a like a, a gifted singer who's got a lot of uh, eight octave range or whatever. But uh, I, I think I've got the capabilities of getting a message across and entertaining the crowd. So that that to me is. Um, the main thing. Give the, give well, the you definitely have time. the charisma. We know that. So the reason why we bring this up is that uh, what we want to know is how people are going to get a hold of you and get your music if they're here in the United States or if they're in Europe or Russia or whatever. How are they going to find you? Where do they find you? Well, we've got our social media links. Uh, if you can put it on your, your page, that'd be great. Yeah, but we'll do that for sure. We've got a, we've got a you know, link tree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we've got a Linktree site, and that's got all the. It's got the website, our Bandcamp site. If people want to buy our music, go ahead, people. Come on, people, buy get in stuff. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. go out and support these people. Buy their music and the merchandise because yeah. we're in a weird time right yeah. now. There's not much touring going on, so yeah, that's right. So it's good for people to stay at home and uh, look us up, YouTube. We've got a channel there. We're planning on doing a lot of videos this year, so you'll see a lot of content on YouTube, our Instagram. Uh, Funky Christos is looking after that. He's doing a really good job, sort of doing lots of posts. And uh, what else have we got? Oh, we've got the Facebook page, and uh, we've got the website, of course, which uh, got our main sort of uh, video and song content. But I guess Bandcamp is the best place to, to buy our music. They, they give the best sort of value for a musician. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think Bandcamp is the best place to find new and music. You, I found so many cool bands in Bandcamp, you know. And they get, oh, like you yeah, said, they give a better great. deal. You're not getting rich off Spotify, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was like the other day I heard like Metallica got like a, a billion streams, something like over a billion streams. And the guy's like, what is that, 75 bucks for Metallica or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they, they get a couple of beaver pelts and a, a sack of, of grain. <laughs> beaver pelts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, pre- the CEO of Spotify makes a fair bit of money, doesn't he? I think oh, so. He does. He, does really, he does really well for himself. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he does. Billionaire. Billion yeah. dollar baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Billion dollar baby, man. So hopefully yeah. you do go on tour sometime and make sure you come to the States. We can help you with some bands, too. You know, a lot of bands here. And I'm telling these people all the time, you know, we, we, we need to get bands over here to the not United States, but in Arizona and have like a big showcase show, you know? Come over here and That's support each other. Yeah. Have a nice variety of, uh, of course, it's metal or punk. So have a nice variety of that music yeah. from all over the world. And then I tell people Which always. in America are the strongest Oh, man, it's just, I mean, the thing is, is that each city has got, you know, like 5 million people. So it's it, it's just a, there's local scenes and then there's national and then there's international that comes through because everybody wants a piece of the American market. So we end up seeing a lot of bands from Ukraine yep. or wherever. Yeah, I mean, they come, they, they, they yeah. make an effort to come through just because they're trying to tap into that market. Yep. And, and, um, it's a huge market. It is. We love it. We it's like three, you know, it's 400 million people. So it's not, it's, it's basically the same size as the European market. Yep. But it's all one language. You can travel across the whole country and speak one language, which is, which is different. Yeah. That's than in Europe. great. And, and how is the COVID situation affecting live venues? Well, we've had the worst, uh, um, we have the worst COVID, worst COVID thing happening. I mean, of in course, Arizona, our, we're the worst in the world right now. The, the political management hasn't been that great, um, so <laughs> it's turning out that that number ends up being deaths, which is sad but true. We have about almost four hundred thousand dead now, and uh, you'd think in a country this advanced that has this kind of facility and c- capability that would it would have been better. But there's a lot of... Um, well, it's another... kind of hard when you have a clown running it. Well, there's another side to it too, is that there's a lot of, uh, you know, live free or die people who don't want to be told what to do. And that's just part of the American yeah. story. I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to wear a mask at Walmart or whatever. Because you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm American. Because we know they're really high, they're really high <laughs> class, they're really high class at Walmart. We know this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd there rather is... carry a gun. Right. You can carry a gun here as there is one on your hip. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. If you get pulled over with a gun, just make sure you put it on the dashboard so the yeah. cop knows it's yeah, there. Yeah. You can walk around like the, <laughs> it is the Wild West here. It is. It's when you try to hide a gun that there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you've seen this in the news lately. People storming the Capitol. Crazy yeah. things yeah. going on. You know. Crazy things going on. Who was that? Who was that Chewbacca guy? With yeah. The right <laughs> he's actually from Arizona. He's from Arizona. <laughs> Chewbacca. He's from Arizona, the oh, Chewbacca him. guy, and they just they arrested him today. They got, got him. He's got a coyote headpiece, coyote fur yeah, headpiece. <laughs> it's, a, it's an embarrassment, man. We're embarrassed. Hey, listen, I met tens of thousands of people like that at metal festivals. Guys yeah. show up Bruh. painted silver, half naked with their. Well, they had the same on. problem too in, in Australia. Remember, they had all those fireworks that they put the money, all these million dollars in fireworks for New Year's Eve the last year. Why don't you help out with the fires, you goofball? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why would you spend all the money on fireworks? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Dude, yeah, half, exactly. half the country's burning down. Let's face it, we're cousins. There's no way out of that. Australia yeah. and the United States yeah. are very similar in yeah, that manner. We're, yeah, we're kind of are fiercely independent yeah. and uh, some very strong-willed cousins. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we will persevere, okay. and, a, and a medical, you know, metal will be on top again, right? Yeah, and we'll get people as here. Long in the as long as the US. metal survives, I'm happy. Well, I just want to point out one more thing about Australia that I think that. I just let me let me ask you this question. It's kind of personal, sort of a zinger. Yep. Bon Scott or Brian Johnson? Bon Scott. Nice. I told By you. By a long way. <laughs> bon Scott first, daylight second, and then Brian Johnson. Oh, okay. Wow. No Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, I don't mind Axel on 
appetite and uh but Axel and ACDC singing Bond no, songs? No, 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 I'm sorry. No, doesn't quite work. Shouldn't have happened. I don't know what no. they were thinking. Look, Bond Scott is one of my all-time favorites. I didn't mention him before, but his lyrics and just his attitude and his uh, cheeky sort of antics were like a huge influence on me. I definitely uh, would love to be... He was kind of like the every, like kind of like the everyman, like the dude hanging out at the pub, getting in fights, and he goes, go, I "Gotta go do do a gig, you know." Whether you're missing teeth or whatever, it don't make a difference. I just liked him. <laughs> I liked him just the way his eyes were. You know what I mean? He seemed like a deviant, yeah. and I love the fact that he was <laughs> yeah, such a deviant. deviant. <laughs> <laughs> so expressive, weren't they? Yeah, very. Uh, he's a very him naughty, and, very him naughty. And Lemmy are like him and Lemmy, are like definitely like. Huge influence. And neither of them gave a crap either. Lemmy didn't yeah, care, and he, he didn't, he didn't care. Lemmy, Lemmy did his yeah. meth and his Jack Daniels every day. Yeah. He didn't care. Yeah. Till the day he died. Till the life. day he died, he lived his life. <laughs> yep. Meth, metal, and a yeah. lot of Jack Daniels. Yeah. That's right. And a few hard-boiled yeah. eggs. But Bond, Bond was <laughs> hardcore, and I wish his friends looked after Bond a little more. You know, when your friends are drunk people, yeah. don't let them sl- sleep it off. Keep, turn them on their side. Check on them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Give Jeez. him a bump. Give him a bump or something. Yeah, anything, get him just help him out. <laughs> you know. But keep an eye we, on him. We don't call saying? in Australia. We don't call Jack Daniels and Coke a Jack Daniels and Coke. We call it a Lemmy. A Lemmy. The Lemmy. Oh, listen to that. See, this is why we have to move to Australia. I was telling Sean yeah. we have to move to Australia. People yeah. keep telling us you got to come to Australia. We're coming to Australia. Yeah, I'll shout. I'll shout your Lemmy when you come. <laughs> nice. nice. He's gonna buy nice. us a Lemmy. Look at that. Awesome. We, got, we, we already got a. We're already coming up. One, we're already one up on it. We got a free drink coming already. We haven't even got there yet. <laughs> Hopefully, more than one. <laughs> yeah, I can't live off one drink. I can't do it. One of these days, we'll make it down there because we keep getting a lot of feedback about. We get the show. so many people from a lot Australia. Of people love the show up. in Australia. We aren't sure why. Yeah, but, and um, I'll, I'll give you some special Tasmanian mushrooms too. Just ooh, to go with ooh, the Larry, lip. medicinal Tasmanian. See, now mushrooms. he's up in. Now you're now. See now you're up in the Annie a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> That could make me go buy an airplane ticket right now. That's right. What are you doing? We're going to go check out the Tasmanian devil mushrooms. That's right. Yeah. So we're going to Why do. wouldn't we? Without, so you, we don't need yeah. a didgeridoo to do it, apparently. We can just go. So when are you guys hoping to come out to the U.S.? In about a year or so, or what? Well, we were planning to come later this year, but it's a little bit up in the air with the situation. So Pretty much not going to happen. Uh, pro. I'd yeah. say 2022 will be there. Right. Right. Yeah, I think we'll look at 2022 to get back to the, our regular kind of normal concerts. There's always going to be that. Yeah. There's always going to be the overlying fear, though, right? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so, man. I think that once the not amongst the metalized, they don't care. Well, I mean, once once the uh, once the the medicine or whatever you want to call it, the vaccine gets going, it'll start to die down a little bit. It won't be quite as bad. It won't be four thousand people dying a day. I know they're still talking about having walking open air on. I don't know how they do that. Three hundred thousand people. I don't know how you can do that. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, you have some big, uh, big metal shows over there in Australia, right? Some big shows, big festivals. Yeah, we, we were having festivals. Uh, down, you know, Download Festival had just started. Oh yeah. Before uh, COVID hit, we'd had about two or three of those. Uh, had some big bands. We had Slayer on their final tour. Play it with Judas Priest and Anthrax. That was a good show. And I know a lot of bands were around. I know Ginger released their live in Melbourne album. If you ever heard of Ginger? Um, yeah, yeah, live in Melbourne was a great live album. I don't know. I 
forgot where it was recorded, but I'm sure you probably know the place. But top of my head, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, okay, downloads okay, huge. Yeah. Down downloads used to be, of yeah. course, Monsters of Rock, Castle Downington, you know. And then the corporation came yeah. and said, "What are you gonna do? Call a download festival?" Yeah, right. Which course. is kind of ironic. What, what would you say the best festivals in America for uh, metal? Oh man, we used to have some good ones. You know, it doesn't even matter we because to, you can we, just they, the bands just come through anyhow to your local arena yeah. or whatever. You know, I mean, usually the bigger ones. You know, like, we, we have like ones for '80s metal bands. You know, like Rocklahoma. Right. But what happens usually is a band like King Diamond will tour through with like uh, they came through with um, Uncle Ass and the Deadbeats. Yeah, and or Idle just, Hands. Yeah, or bands will come through and they'll they'll bring support with them. And first and, and we used helps. to we used to have Ozfest here in the states. We did have Ozfest. That's yeah, true. and Notfest is another big one. Yeah, you know we had. Oh that. yeah. We still we still have Lollapalooza, which is now based out of Chicago. Yeah, but you don't need a festival yeah. to pack a Slayer concert, is what I'm saying. It'll no. be you know what I mean. They can just show yeah. up at, at an arena and it'll be packed. You play metal, they will come. <laughs> exactly. It's and the last underground music coming. thing. It's the last underground music yeah. thing. It is. Yeah. The final frontier. Yeah. Metal is metal has and never will die. Okay. We survive grunge. We'll survive K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll survive techno. Uh, yeah. All right? of the above. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, with the current state of of of, of radio, with the exception of our show, there's really not much going. I mean, I, I don't know if they play metal on the airwaves in Australia or not, and I don't, I don't think they're playing the new Cannibal Corpse or anything like that. What? How's the radio in Australia? As far as terrestrial radio, terrestrial radio goes, sucks, to be honest, it sucks. Yeah. Like, like, like main, everywhere, everywhere else, radio sucks. Are you getting a lot of radio? Are you getting like K-pop or uh, like Billie Eilish or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we, we have to admit that. But the one good thing we have going for us in, in uh, the United States is that there's a lot of little local radio stations that will syndicate a show like ours where we can play four yeah, hours of play, straight yeah. death metal. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we all know everything nowadays is about is about streaming. So if you got streaming, people can listen yeah. to you like you do in, in Australia. Listen to Australia, wherever they're at, they can listen to the show. Right. That's, that's what it's all about. Trust your radio on the airwaves. Yeah. You know, who, who's got a, you know, it's, it's not many people are turning on the FM stations anymore. I turn them on and they get a bunch of crappy talk and people trying to be funny like the morning shows. They're not funny. And the morning shows are goofy. They're not <laughs> funny. Put, put us on them when we'll make you laugh. They're all trying to be Howard Stern. <laughs> but you're also going to get like Death Angel, you know, or, or, or Arch Enemy or, you know, Helmet or Jane's Addiction. You're going to get all that too. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, but yeah. it's the way it is. So a little something for you and your morning coffee, you know. Yeah. And the commercials like drive me crazy. Oh my gosh, so like you it's know, the, for it's for, a combination of like um a bit of talk with commercials and, and Yeah, I, I don't want to I don't want to hear I don't want to hear somebody tell me, telling me how to to make my prostate smaller. I don't, to, I don't need how that. To, I don't need somebody tell me how to buy a waterbed or make your prostate <laughs> smaller or or, or or take care of your uh depression. Yeah. You know. Wow. I don't need nobody telling me that. I'll take my own <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll handle my own pharmaceutical information. Thank you. I rather hear chariot, Arca- I rather hear chariot so Arcana soft. or some of that. Yeah, our toilet paper is so soft. Yeah, why is it so soft? <laughs> why? <laughs> when, I don't know about you guys. When I wake up in the morning, I have like Slayer comes on. I have like, you know, King Diamond. I'll have uh, some kind of a, like Behemoth come on. To me, it's Dead Kennedys or Black Sabbath every day. Dead Kennedys or Black Sabbath. Why not? Sorry. Ramones, whatever you want to listen to. 
bit of creeping death. A little creeping always, death, or ride the lightning. Some behemoth, the maybe? The, the Call of Cthulhu. Behemoth is allowed. <laughs> you wake up to the Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with waking up with a little uh, Judas Priest, either. No. Know that? Screaming for vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, What's hey. man of war? It's the Prin- sad wings of destiny. Prince Charming. <laughs> Can I ask you yeah. a question? Oh, here it is. Shoot. Who do you prefer, Iron Maiden or Judas Priest? Ooh. That's a really tough one. Yeah. Depends what what era and what album. Like for me, um, Judas Priest from uh, I think it's called Killing Machine in America. Uh, uh, no, it's called what's the Hellbent for, Hell for Leather. I think it's called in America. Yeah. Called Killing Machine from overseas. From that album, from that album to Defenders of the Faith, that's my favourite period of theirs. And I made I actually like the first few albums with uh, Diano. There you go, buddy. Just got, got more of punk sort of. We just became uh, better friends. <laughs> Sean's happy when people say Paul Diano. Yeah, that's my that's my notch in the bedpost. It's always Paul Diano. Well, how about I yeah. mean, you got then you got the two live albums. You got Unleash in the East from Priest, and you got Live Unleash in the Studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah Alex is, right. Then you have Live After Death from Maiden. It's a tough call. Oh, what about what about? Uh, so, they're both so good. Probably Unleash. By a yeah, then there's Made in Japan. Yeah, well, Made in yeah, Japan, Paul Diano. The, the full, uh, full concert, the Made in Japan one? Yeah. I've got, got a, like a bootleg of it. Pretty much the end of his career at that point. That's when they just they basically canned him because he was just a drunk yeah. drunk fuck up or something. Yeah. Okay, so, so uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And oh. Clive Burr, I like his drumming. Yeah. I'm sad about him passing away. Yeah. Clive yeah. Burr? Yeah. I mean, Nick McBrain's no slouch either, right? Nick McBrain, yeah, he good, brought him to the next good. level, for sure, brought him to the next we'll level. We'll have to ask Rob Halford, because he doesn't live very far from us. He lives over here in Arizona. He'll knock on his door. Does he? Yep. Yeah, he's just down the street. Yep. He actually has a cactus in his backyard with the, with the, with the devil horns. It's weird. That's why he bought Maybe the property. He's invited you to his dungeon. He's That's always he metal. House, yeah. Even though he's doing, uh, he's doing like, uh, me- he's doing like kitty t-shirts now for kittens. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I, the last photo I saw of me was wearing assless chaps he's on his re- patio. He's wearing assless chaps on his patio on Instagram. On Instagram, I don't know if you saw that, but you know what, Rob can do what he uh, wants because he's Rob Halford, right? Yeah, seventy-year-old yeah. assless. If you want to wear around assless chaps in his backyard, he can, because he's a metal he god, right? Maybe dungeon in his house. That's all right. Yeah, I'm sure he does. If he walks down the street, then we don't care. If you pass Alice Cooper's house in a way down the street, Alice wouldn't care either. Yeah, I saw Alice Cooper about three months ago buying a bicycle. He's buying a bicycle the other day. <laughs> you didn't see him on the golf course? Usually he would be on the golf course, but you're not going to find me haunting those areas. No. <laughs> but, and it would be haunting because yeah. I'd probably be there at night Yeah. with a sacrificial goat. That's just me, though. You know, I mean, whatever. Well, that's a whole other story. To each his own. <laughs> A different type of spiritual. What do you it? What do you guys think of uh, Alice's album called "Flush the Fashion"? Did you like that? Oh yeah. I mean, I Alice, I Alice is Alice is Alice. But what are you going to say about Alice Cooper? You know what? You can't say nothing bad about Alice, right? I mean, he's the original yeah. Marilyn Manson. Well, he's how many people they inspire? I mean, you know. it's his showmanship that he inspired. The songs were okay, and but... he's got a killer band. Yeah, he's Alice. Yeah, he's no oh, more no... guitarist now. Yeah, I'm not sure who's the awesome. Well, Nita Strauss. Oh, is it? Who, yeah. is, who was from the, a band out here in Arizona called the Iron Maidens, an all-female Iron Maiden cover band. That's where she came from. Oh, she's she from the Strauss. Did she play that? 
Yep. She played in that. Wow. Yep. She was the Iron Maidens are going to be here in uh, in about three months. You no, know that? With no need of Strauss, though. Sorry. Yeah, but it's a drive-in concert. Oh, no. Yeah. We're having these things called drive-in concerts here, if you didn't know that. You, you park your car up and, you, and you, you rock out in your car while the band's on stage. I don't get it. I hope it's not a drive-by concert. <laughs> it's like a drive-by concert. It's a drive-in concert. And, and, and you know what I thought? Because you, know, you do these drive, these drive-in concerts, right? You drive your car, you get your little space, whatever. And they're serving alcohol, so that you know you got to leave sometime. So are the cops going to bust you on the way out for drinking? Well, here's the other factor, too, is that, I mean, how many cars can you stuff in there compared to just regular bodies? I mean, what's the economic factor on that? I mean, what's where's the money being made if you've only got cars and not people? Because your the whole, I mean, concerts are expensive to put on. Let's face it. You get a PA and lights and a stage and a crew and all that going on. And then how are you going to make the money to back? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. What does it cost? $500 a ticket to pull I'm telling you in? right now. I don't think, do you think these drive-in concerts would fly in, uh, in Australia? I can't see that happening. Yeah, I can't either. Uh, I don't think people would agree to it. Just not. They'd probably start laughing. Not kosher. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard of it before. It's fascinating. And it's funny because they're like bands like nobody really cares about like Third Eye Blind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nickelback. <laughs> and they, well, they had the Beach yeah, Nickelback. Nobody cares about. But like, the, like the like the Beach Boys. Counting crows. I'm like the Beach Boys. They're still around. Who's alive in the Beach Boys? I don't know, man. He's right. You might as well bring back the monkeys. He's absolutely right. It's definitely a Counting Crows issue. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe Dave Matthews band play as well. Hootie and the Blowfish, perhaps. Yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish. No, he's a famous country guy now. How are you gonna thrash in a car? I mean, you can't headbang and smash your head against the dashboard. What are you gonna do? Yeah, there'll be a lot of Wayne's World stuff going on. Definitely Wayne's World. (laughs) So there's that. We aren't imagining that's going to continue on forward into the future. No, let's hope not, man. I mean, I'm not buying a ticket for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm willing to get the Bill Gates uh, nano nanobot uh shot just to be able to go to concerts again you know go ahead chip me i don't care what do i care he thinks you know what he thinks he thinks there's a there's a, like a chip inside of this it is vaccine that's going around the, <laughs> the, the the covid vaccine he thinks there's a chip implanted it's a there. worldwide conspiracy to control our minds yeah. what do you think about that it's concept the reptilians. <laughs> it's, it's the, the reptilians <laughs> We think Donald Trump might be reptilian. We're well, you know, sure. this this guy just blew up his... Oh, he uh, looks like one. He blew up a motorhome in, in Nashville a couple weeks ago, and this guy believed in the reptilians. Yeah. So he blew up yeah. the, what, uh, the CNN building? No, no, no. He just blew up an AT&T building. An AT&T building, because, you know, reptilians own that company. Right. 5G is a reptilian uh, <laughs> brainwave control. It is. That's what's going on. So what do you see, <laughs> as, a, what do you see as a future for Cherry Arcana? What do you, what do you, what's your vision for the band for the future? I mean, what do you, what's your ultimate just goal a for the band? Goal, like, yeah, just a humble goal, like world domination where everyone... Hey, man, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 that, whoa. that was our goal. <laughs> Have you copyrighted we, that? We finally bumped chess, bub. <laughs> We're the only ones doing world domination. People always ask us, too. They, what, 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 I said world domination, and, and I'm not kidding. He's not kidding either, man. We'll have to we fight each other. Out of music. Yeah. I know it's uh, not much to ask, but. You know, because you know, I'll tell you, like, the nine to five job sucks. It does. Oh, tell me about it. I it's, just it's a, it. The struggle is real. I, I trying to get out of bed. 
yeah, be on tour. You know, you make enough to make a nice yeah. living. That's fine. My bills are paid. That's right. I'm not living in the street. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. Well, if you're touring, if you're touring enough, house. you don't even need a house. Why would you bother? Yeah. You live in the van. Pay for a new house. <laughs> go on the road. Record album. Album tour. Album tour. Yeah. That would be nice. You know, that's everybody's goal, I think, to do music. It's our goal, so that's that's about it. I mean, so the best of luck to you out there. I mean, I know you guys are doing great. Soma Sour, a new album came out, and we single, actually. Right? Single off the album. That's right. Super cool artwork. Yeah. You can find them anywhere on the internet. Yeah, check out know. the artwork, man. Awesome. Yeah, incredible. You know. Thank you, dude. And hopefully we hear from you again soon. Get you out here to the States, do some touring with a bunch of other bands we know. And if you're listening to this podcast, just go down and click their links. We're going to post their links in the uh, in the podcast information. Yeah, and on our, our website our as website. well. And our website as well, oldguystalkbattle.com. Right. So check it out there. That's we'll awesome, guys. And uh, go and buy the merchandise, support these guys. You see them around Australia, give them a high five, you know, a fist bump or whatever, a virtual fist bump. <laughs> And, uh, and and, and buy him, see him in the bar, man. You buy buy the guy a bag. Buy the guy some lemmies. Buy him some damn lemmies. Buy him some damn lemmies. Please. What's wrong That's with you? Right. That's yeah. right. Get your head on straight. Carry it, Arcana. Yep. Making rock and roll to the next level. Nice. There you go, man. There he is. We'll see you on tour with Hawkwind, right? <laughs> I hear Hawkwind's playing again. Oh. They are playing again. Yeah. Most of the, yeah, most they of might the be in wheelchairs. <laughs> Probably, but they'll be LSD in wheelchairs, so that's fine. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Or you're like, <laughs> you like bands like Thin Lizzy, you get, get, get one original guy and a whole bunch of young dudes. That happens, too. That's what you do. Yeah. Happen, it happens with UFO, that's too, right. all these bands. It happens with all these bands. Yeah, absolutely. So Use the name. You know. Yeah, travel is a yeah, name. Absolutely. Yeah. You do that. So Prince Charming, man, lead singer of Char- Chariot Arcana. Right? Am I saying correctly? Chariot Arcana? That'll do nicely. <laughs> Close enough, he says. Thank you so much for yeah. being on the, the old Ameri- guys American talk. Accent. Yeah, it is the American It accent. is. I guess we have an accent, don't we? Do we? We don't realize it. I guess. I'm from Chicago, so I have a Chicago <laughs> accent. Thank but, you so much, guys, for having me on. Well, thank you for being on the podcast, job. man. We appreciate you, man. And thank you for listening to the show and supporting us as well. Yep. Tell all your friends. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yep. We'll see and you in Tasmania, my friend. Keep it metal, people. Keep it metal. Turn it up loud. We'll never turn it out. Never turn it down. Blow up your speakers with rock and roll. Right. Yeah. That's right. Right. Let the neighbors turn know you're home. Turn it up to 11. And, yeah, turn it up to 11 <laughs> and beyond if you can. If you can do it. It's possible. So thank you once again for being on the podcast. Really appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you very again soon. Good luck with the band. Yep. Good luck with your sales. Hope to see you on tour in the U.S. Go check them out, people. Looking forward to meet you guys. Look, we'll buy you our version of Lambies when you come out here, okay? <laughs> All right. More than one. The so deal. be it. We may have to get you guys drunk. You know, that's it's how possible. it is. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll make that sacrifice for my <laughs> it's, it's pretty straightforward, my friend. Yeah. We'll make that sacrifice to the metal gods. Heavy metal in Australia, people. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for being on again, and we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Thanks, those diabolical one. Bobby B. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Adios. Cheers, guys.